You are now listening to The Reality Is. The Reality Is. Type of bitches that and I like that this nigga hasn't changed, bro. Yeah, he's same. Now, you know, that can work against some motherfuckers. Fuck that shit. No, I mean, some. It works for him. Turned up just a little bit spider for the second one, the way he come back out after Ice-T say this shit. Like a firecracker, quick as my fuse. Been dead as a death, back in the colors I choose. Red or blue, cause of blood. It just don't matter. Suck and die for your life with my shotgun scatters. The gangs of L.A. will never die. He just come back out yes, yeah. a little bit hard. Nigga, that go to one time. One time, nigga, one time. Gang task force pulling doors off the trap house. Niggas don't know the difference between that right and the crack house. Intricate gang signs, cause phones getting tapped out. We them niggas that Franklin and Leon try to act out. Yeah. And that's the whole life, bro. Episode 360, man. We this bitch. Full circle. We full circle, full man. Circle. We got another somewhat full house, man, with the personality <laughs> that we bringing in today. He's a full-time personality, full-time. as my homeboy Jay Huey would say, man. So we're going to give a shout-out to Dathan. The truth. And you used to be part of PNB, one of my favorite podcasts, man. So what's good with you today, man? But, but before we say that, too, still got Frank in the building. Yeah. Got DJ Spot in the building. And again, we got Dad Truth in the building. What's good with you, fam? Dad Truth in the building, man. Look, I, I, first <laughs> off, man, I really appreciate you for having me. For sure. You know what I mean? I, you know, it's all about the ooze today. You know? Yes. <laughs> Episode 360, you Shit. know, live from, live from right outside of Washington, D.C. But I've been great, man. I Can't appreciate complain it. at all. Can't complain. How y'all been? Man, we good, bro. I, I know I reached out to you and we talked about a month or so ago and you was like, yo, man, I missed the mic. I want to yeah. get back into it. I've been working on some stuff. I'm getting myself oh, yeah, together. Yeah. And I was like, bro, say less. We're going to get you on. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, a lot yeah, of times yeah. we try to get people on, man. A lot of things are switching and changing mm-hmm. to where it's like we can't get, get people in as quick as we like to, but eventually we get them here, bro. Right. So live from absolutely. DC. So absolutely. And, and you know, I know, you know, I know. It's, oh, no doubt. I, I know the game, man. Like trying to, trying to coordinate all this is, is no small effort. And that's the thing that people don't realize, like just putting together one episode, getting three people's schedules yeah. aligned. Adults, it's, it's three adults right. with full-time right. lives and shit and professionals, right. bro. So no, nah, no, nah, it's difficult, Absolutely. man. I wanted to talk about a few things today, bro. And, and you know how we do, we have no yeah. particular order. Sometimes right. we'll, right. you know, we, we'll dive from the bottom. We'll go to the top, but This ain't even on the list that I gave you guys, but I was talking to my guys, Rich and Jason, and I was thinking this morning, bro, you know, um, the Home Depot, what is that? College game day. You know, they're at Jackson State today. Okay. Pretty much with Dion. Pretty much because of Dion, bro. Let's be honest with you. So as I was watching it, I was like, yo, this is dope to see them in their city. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a part of their motto. So it's like to see them in their city. But as a black person, the first thing I did, I started kind of looking around and I was like, man, I hope this goes great for them. This is a great spotlight. Don't embarrass yourselves. Mm. Don't embarrass yourselves by being ourselves. And I thought to myself, Mm. ain't it crazy how we've been taught to sometimes like look at our own people like, man, don't do too much in this space. Don't do too much in that space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I pitched that to my homeboys just as a a quick thought that I had and it started a a conversation with us. Mm -hmm. And I wonder why is it that we do look at our own people or allow the conditions to have conditioned us to now look at our own people, bro, like, hey, don't do too much, even though that's who the fuck we are. Right. This is the way our hair grows out of our skin. We love jewelry because that's who our ancestors mm-hmm. were. We've always danced. We've always been loud. That's who we that's are. That's who we are. But we, we've been taught to speak the Queen English and now we kind of view our people differently and like, why is that, bro? I, even with the mouthful, I just said. Right, right, right. The hey, truth, man, I'm gonna let you, you hit that one. No, you, he, he, he diving right into it with the, with the heavy topics. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'll, I'll answer it like this. So I just, um, I was on Instagram the other day 
And I was watching a, um, a video pop up a reel on my timeline of Ryan Coogler, the director mm-hmm. of Black Panther. Yeah. And he was telling a story about watermelon. Nigga, it was mm-hmm. on my list. Go ahead. Yep. And, <laughs> and yeah, 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 yeah. And he, um, well, I, correct me if I'm wrong or, or add in, but um, he was in Africa and in and, and, uh, and some, uh, some country. Yeah, it was Africa. They, yeah. And they were handing out... A, but some country on yeah, yeah some country in Africa because Africa is a country <laughs> that's right and, and that's that's one thing that I, oh yes I always yes. correct people yes. on, right yeah um and he was saying that the there was a lady who was handing out watermelon like it was gold mm. and and the shepherds and the people who were traveling they would collect the watermelon from her and they would wrap it up and they were like very cautious and and caretaking of this watermelon mm-hmm. so he asked her he was like you know why why are you why are you coveting this watermelon like this? And she was like, well, you don't know. Like he, he said in America, they make fun of us for eating watermelon. And um, he, she told him, she was like, well, watermelon, it helps the travelers who are traveling by foot long distances um, stay hydrated and mm-hmm. not be hungry because right. watermelon has the properties that it hydrates your yep. body. And then also it curbs your appetite mm-hmm. and then allows you to be nourished in intense sun and heat. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the foods that the slaves, a lot of slaves were allowed to grow on plantations yeah. as their mm-hmm. quote unquote own crops. Right. And then to, and, and that literally helped them to, to survive and, and, and live through the immense heat and were intense in heat. Conditions, yeah. Right. And then you turn around and, and, and white people would make fun of them yeah. for eating that watermelon, calling it a, a, a slave crop basically. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it was of low value. And then that's how we get like the stereotypes of, you know, chicken and watermelon. Oh, right. Black people only eat watermelon and it makes you not want to eat. Well, I remember sense. growing up, yes, not wanting to eat watermelon. Yeah. Cause of that. Yeah, well, I, I never had that, but Bro, it's, I feel it, you. It's, it's nourishing, man. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's, just, it's so, it's so good for you. And what do we talk about now? Skin care, yep. self-care, all of that, all of the hydration, and, that. And, and you get it from juicing mm-hmm. and all the natural things that we already had. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why I say Ways when you look at certain things, you be like, damn, man, we really were stripped of our culture so much so to hate ourselves, to hate people who were even doing this shit that yeah. we look down on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah. even had a conversation with somebody one time and I was like, it's crazy because if you think about it, when you hear somebody with a crazy black name. Mm-hmm. We, I know I used to be guilty of being like, damn, why they name that person? Right, right. But it's like, yeah. bro, what makes that name bad? Mm-hmm. It only makes that name bad because of the, the, the country, the city, the state, the town, the era yeah. that we grew up in. Right, right. They made us feel a way about the names that we have. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that name sets you apart. Yes. When they look at that exactly. resume, it says, yeah. this is a black person. Mm-hmm. Do you know, yeah. do you want to be seen as a white person? Right. You know you what I'm saying? want to be seen as anything else. Anything else but who you are? Standard, right. So it's like, and I had to come to terms with my name bro because remember a couple episodes Mm -hmm. back I talked about I was like damn my name is basic and I took it off the list because we didn't talk about it for a couple of weeks but Mm -hmm. finding out what your name means my my name literally means renowned and Mm -hmm. enriched and like hard strong things but I had never looked at my name I was just like yo Anthony Roberts that's a basic name like Dathan like I know that's a black guy's name when I hear Dathan Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like you're you're, yeah I would think that I would think a white guy's name is Dathan anything other than a black guy you know what I'm saying like Nathan would have did exactly that's crazy yeah yeah actually I know more white people with my name than black people yeah that's interesting really 
Yeah, yeah. There, so there, there was a Dathan Retzenheim on the uh, U.S. Olympic team. He was like a long distance. Hey, you know, there's only a few Dathans, so we yeah. we search. Yeah, that's a very unique name for sure. But yeah. yeah, so yeah, he was he was a long distance runner on uh, the U.S. Olympic team. But Dathan actually came from the Bible. He was a uh, he's one of the the three guys that um, defied God and got swallowed up in the earth. Oh, uh, wow. when they were in Exodus. Interesting. Sound like yeah. my type of person. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, he 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 meant well. His intentions were great. Okay. It's just the path he chose. You know, he made a couple mistakes here and there. Yeah. And you you know, you can't turn against the beholder. No, but you can't. Anthony, to your point, what I wanted to say was one one sentence anti-black and I said this on my Instagram, you know, that underscore true check yes. me out follow me. What I wanted to say is anti-black is a part of global and American culture. Yeah. That's it. That's right. the statement. Yeah. Being anti-black. That's it. But, but at the same time, uh, being anti-black is a thing, but then also being a culture vulture is another thing because you could be anti-black. That's how these people think. You could be anti-black, but them motherfuckers create culture. So whatever they create, yeah. we're going to try to benefit off of that benefit shit. Off of Absolutely. That. You know what I'm so I think, Absolutely. That, I think that to your point about um, the what we talk about the watermelon. That's just one example. Yeah. There's so many other examples. But I think that whenever, because I, I was talking about this last night, matter of fact, uh, sometimes for us at this point in life, mm -hmm. you got you to gotta be aware of how you think and how you see things. You do. And you really have to yeah. analyze where that shit comes from. Bro. Because if you don't like watermelon, there's a reason there's for a that, reason but it has nothing it. to do yeah. with naturally, you know, how you are as a people or how your people are connected yeah. to this yeah. fruit or this this nourishing, you know, item of, of food. So to yeah. me, it's like anytime I'm in a situation where I look at somebody's name and be like, oh, why they do that? Yeah. Like, I got to remember why I think that way. And then I have to kind of uh, there's so much shit yeah, that bro. we have to unlearn. And when you get to that point and you understand the history yeah. of things yeah. then or the origin of certain things, when you get that knowledge, mm -hmm. then it, you you can eat watermelon in front of a fucking group of white people and, and, and not feel and not bad feel, about it at all. And that's the, that's you know the part I mean? you got to get at, bro. You got to get there. We all got to get there. You got to get to that point. But for me, like when I in saw this society that, especially. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, when I saw yeah. it, I was just like, I want to have a conversation because like I always talk about these conversations we have and you hear people always talking about relationships. We talk about it. We try to take a different approach on it. Yes. But the thing I love about, like I always say, coming to the podcast, is I, I literally don't go out and search other people's shit to mm -hmm. be like, oh, let me find content. Right, no, no, no. That's why we're not in here all the time. I'm exactly. like, I got to let it, let, like, as Jason say, let the beat build. Yeah. And then let, it breathe, let life bro. happen. Yes. And then yeah. when you let life happen, you got stories. Exactly. And, and then you come back with those stories and mm -hmm. you research how you want to present those stories about yourself. And the next thing you know, you got people that's tapping in no to what doubt. it is you do. Speaking of tapping into what you yeah. do, I think this is very important, kind of going back to a point that y'all just talked about. Uh, we all have to take some time to research what our name means. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and parents also yeah. have to begin to tell children what their this, name is. This is what your name means. This yeah. is why I named you this. Yeah. I, I see so many, you know, I deal with juveniles. Because it has purpose in it, right? Bro. I see so many kids with like very unique names. And I say, hey, what does your name mean? Yeah. And they say, oh, I don't know. I was like, did you ever ask you? And these are like teenagers. Yeah. I was like, did you ever ask your parents what your name means? No, I haven't. You should go back and ask them. We should, as a culture, begin to do that because we yeah. have very unique names. Yeah. It's yeah. there for a purpose, bro. Right. I wanted, I wanted to ask you something, Dathan, man, coming back off the... Come, we, we pivoting a little bit. With you being in podcasting, bro, and your team, you know, at some point after a few years of recording together, it came to an end, you know, people relocating. Yeah. Both of you got, you know, other people, you know, you guys are advancing in your careers and it changed, bro. How hard yeah. was it for you to end the podcast and kind of go your separate way. And the reason I ask this question is because if people have followed the podcast, this shit has almost come to an end so many times. And I know how heavy it's like kind of 
been on me when that situation arises. So for you to get through it, be back on your shit, doing your thing, made some successful moves, you know, when you stepped away from the podcast and to be back now, man, how does it feel? And, you know, to come full circle again. 360. Well, thing, I think, I think where it starts is the good thing is, is like, uh, mine and Geechee's relationship never changed. Yeah. Right. Like, like we still touch base. We don't touch base as often as we used to, yeah. but like, obviously the friendship is still there. The love is still there and the foundation is there. Right. Yeah. So like, even when the podcast ended, it was, even though it was hard, cause that was obviously like an outlet and then it was yeah, a way for, for us sure. to express yeah. ourselves. Yeah. But it was still like, okay, like, it was always an opportunity for that to, to come back up again. And yeah. then we always supported each other. You know, he, he's down in Austin. I'm like, Hey, you know, Geechee, like, you know, getting to, you know, being a DJ and spinning and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. then he's, he's telling me like, you know, getting to more, you know, event promotion and some of the stuff that we talked about mm -hmm. while we were together, yeah. just start looking into those things. And honestly, like it, it, it was hard initially, but I think the pandemic and quarantine really, kind of smooth things out for me yeah. because it Clarity. like it, it, yeah, it froze the world. Mm -hmm. it, it froze everybody. So it wasn't like I was missing out on anything. Exactly. And then honestly, you know, I, I talk my shit, bro. And I'm like Kobe <laughs> Bryant in here with the mentality. <laughs> Mamba. Yeah, the yeah Mamba. like Eric Thomas always says, you know, everybody think they a beast until the beast walk in the room. Yep. For During real. the pandemic, all everybody started a podcast, man. True. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody well, they was on somebody's microphone, yeah. right? And and I took offense to that because I'm like, look, hey, I, 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 I've done this. You know, you know I did this before. It was it was a cool thing. I did years <laughs> deep, nigga. Yeah, you yeah, know, I did yeah, this yeah, before y'all. Like, I just did this before it became like cool and shit mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And then I'm listening to these people. Everybody's talking about the same shit. Yo, girls and and guys and same old and shit, sex and this, that, and the third and and getting money. And I'm looking around and I I, I was like, all right, I don't want to do this. And I'm nope. not the type of person to step away to be validated by external people. By it, I am the type of person to say like, look, everybody sounds the same. Yeah. So I I got to come out different. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's facts. You got to market yourself yeah, no matter what you do. Right. So I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm watching like during the pandemic, I'm watching like Michael Jordan, Netflix documentary. Mm -hmm. And then now I got like the, the redeem team documentary and I'm watching Ooh. these guys. Yeah. That shit is amazing. Ooh, I love yeah. that. I love it. And, and, and the mentality is the same. It's like, yeah, we, we all play basketball, but I show up different. Yeah. Right. You know, I, pre I prepare different. Yeah. And, and, and motherfuckers see that shit. Yeah, it's a, yeah. This and, and, and that's that's the thing. And that's why, like, even me getting into DJing now, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I was texting my siblings earlier, like, you know, I don't I'm not going to just be a DJ. It's going to be an experience. Yeah. Right? So when you see DJ that truth come through, mm -hmm. it's going to be an experience. I'm not just going to come there and DJ. I'm, I'm going to have colored contacts. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have my own logo. I'm, I'm going to do it up yeah, because yeah, yeah. everybody can DJ. But not everybody yeah. is going to um, create, create experience. an experience yeah. like I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's all about the gimmick. It's all about the persona, man, yeah. and, and how you entertain folks. You know, it's just like it's just like rapping. You how know, you do that yeah. and stick to it, though, bro? Like, so how do you do that and stick to yourself? And I asked that question because, I, you know, I felt I echo those sentiments. I felt the same way. Mm -hmm. I've talked yeah. about it on the show a lot of yeah. times where it's like, bro, I was doing this shit in college. And then branched out on internet radio when nobody was listening, when only 10 people were listening yeah. to like, you know, now, like even this year, we got 80,000 downloads. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like when you look at these things and where the growth has come, you like, okay, what we doing now? Right. What we doing next? And then yeah. like you say, you see everybody else doing this shit and you like, and, and I ain't never been about the numbers. 
because I know you have to pay to play. Mm -hmm. I just ain't been about paying, you know, but the audience is still there. But it's like, like you say, Dathan, you see people come out and you're like, all right, they got 100,000 people listening to this shit. Okay, you cute. (laughs) You got to ask. Sell yourself. Talk about giving some head. Talk about doing whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, you a guy. Talk about being a big spender. Talk about having a big dick. Talk about blowing a girl's back. Like, what are you saying, bro? I love you like I love my dick size. You know what I'm saying? Like, all this (laughs) shit, bro, to where you just kind of like, like you said, bro, how do I take a step back Mm -hmm. and come back and stay the same and not try to get lost amongst all the minutia? Right. Man, you got to stand there. You Honestly, you got to look yourself in the mirror and you got to realize two things, I believe. Is that failure is the key to success? Yeah, and discipline is what creates longevity. Yeah, right. Like nobody ever just came into the game and made it in one night, right? All of your favorite stars, like even think about like from a, a, a woman's perspective, Beyonce was performing when she was like six years old, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she nobody had that man. Yeah, she had about 10, 15 years even before she even reached her prime to just practice. A 10,000 hours, bro. Right. You know, Tiger Woods, he was on TV at age nine putting the ball. So you knew when he was, when he hit 20 years old, he was going to be the man. Yeah. Steph Curry. All of them cats, man. Exactly. He was shooting with his dad from, you know, playing around to creating and being 10 times, and changing 10 times better than his dad. You know what I'm saying? Changing the game, bro. Right. It's all all time. Right. You know what, too? It's funny. Y'all talking about this. I I saw, because, you know, like, if you're just, I'm not necessarily always on social media, Yeah. but when I am on social media, there's certain things that just stay with me. So, in reference to what y'all are talking about, I can't remember the, y'all probably know about this, but can't remember who the artist was, but basically it was a story about an artist that was in a restaurant and somebody came up to him and was like, yo, could you draw me something? He's like, all right, cool. Gave him a napkin. He drew this like wild shit and oh, gave it to him. Yeah. And he was like, she was like, oh, okay. And then he was like, okay, that's going to cost you $10,000. Yeah. And she was like, why would you charge me so much money for something you did so quickly? And she's like, you know, see, that's the mistake. It took me 40 years to be able to do this shit in five minutes. You didn't see the 40 years worth the work and experience. All you see is this. And you think that it's you're trying to undervalue me because I did it in a quick time. But it took me 40 years to be able to do that that fast. Why you think I used to be so mad about the lack of value that was placed on my ideas and certain things when it came around the podcast? Yeah. I could go deep. I could call names. Mm-hmm. Like I nah, know ideas that. that's been stolen from me. That. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know ideas yeah. that's been stolen from me. I know things that yeah, have yeah, happened yeah, yeah. where I'm like, this wasn't supposed to, supposed to go this way. Handshake deals that didn't go the way they were supposed right. to go. And then even when you look at podcasting, like people who come to this studio mm-hmm. and do work, you know, and I hear about it or I see it and it's like, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, you wouldn't even be here without me, but you didn't want to yeah. pay these prices or do these things. And like you say, I literally, I remember charging one person and they was cool with it. And they was like, damn, how did you get that turnaround and get it back to me so fast? I was like, I charge a price so people can afford it. I mm-hmm. could charge a price that's what it's really worth What's this because worth, I went to school. I learned how right. to do this shit. I toiled on getting a certain craft, but you want people to be, have that access to it. They think because like you said, you did it that fast mm-hmm. that it's easy. It shouldn't cost that much, right. but it's so much work that came behind this skill exactly. that allows me to, you know, print and press and get this shit out quick and easy. That quick. It's the yep. message, bro. It's a lot of motherfucking yeah. work and goes they, into they, that shit. Yep, and they always think it's it's some type of surprise. Like yeah. I'm Jamaican, so you know Usain Bolt, you know fastest man ever, right? right. Running the hundred meter in like nine and a half seconds. Mm. He said it took him twenty years to, to run to, nine to seconds. Run nine man. seconds, exactly. That's crazy, bro. Twenty years of 20 work. Years. Twenty yeah. years of work. This ain't just genetics. I mean, that's part exactly. of it. But I gotta put you work know? in. 
You got y'all put the work in, man. You got your sweet potatoes and yams. So, you know. <laughs> I want that clip to be. Uh, you could press play because you said you wanted to do it when we talk about yes. when you stay too long. You're gonna feel this, okay? Because I want to. I, I, we talking about you know don't stay too long, and we could talk about it from an athletic standpoint. Whatever you know with players, we could talk about yeah. it. You know, life and relationships and jobs, careers, whatever the case may be. But before we get into that, Frank, you wanted us to hear a little something. Yeah, hear this clip. No matter how good you are, if you stay for too long, you spoil it. A good dancer must know when to leave the stage. That's it. Brian Brady, Rogers, Harden, maybe Russell Westbrook, and Russell Wilson. These are just a few names that <laughs> just I a few. compiled from what I've just been watching in sports this year. And I'm like, these niggas are staying too goddamn long. Brian blaming everybody for everything, but when you look at Brian play, he's great on the offensive end. But if you go back and watch any of Brian oh, dude, film no. just five years ago, he's not the same player. No, he's not. And 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 you absolutely, no matter to me, right? Because I mean, we play sports. Yeah. No matter how much you put in the work, as time goes on, your game will change yeah. because your body will change. Now, Brian, Brian spends uh, an exorbitant amount of money on his yeah. body, and we can tell. Yeah. The motherfucker is still a beast, and he can do certain yeah. things right now. Yeah. But it's not only, like, to me, I don't want to necessarily, like, we can go into different angles. There's one angle that says your talent is no longer what it was, yeah. right? But even if it is what it was, yeah. the game changes. The game is changing. The game changes. Like, a motherfucker, like, this is a perfect These example. These niggas is fast and irky-jerky this, this like is a motherfucker. This is a perfect example, bro. I, when I play Madden, whenever I play Madden with my kid in the past, yeah. I always use Brady. I always use Brady no matter what team, AFC, the Patriots, whatever. Always use Brady. Oh, that throwing power, 81. The throwing power is 81, and it's beautiful, <laughs> right? But but nowadays, and even in the real league, yeah. nowadays, bro, you got motherfuckers like Mahomes, even me. Like right now, I use the Browns yeah. with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Nigga, you could come at me if you want to. Yeah. Or you can sit back it's if you want to. It's going to be a dual threat. Yeah. Brady is not a dual threat, even nah. though he can throw that rock. But the nigga's a dinosaur. Yeah. Even though his his arm strength and his velocity has not changed, yeah. the game around the game him has, has changed. changed. The bro. athletes have changed. changed. So what he does is not the thing that can really get you to a championship yeah. anymore. And Brian, respect has changed, bro. You They asked motherfucking Jai Morant on NBA Today That's last what I'm saying, week, though. who you want to dunk on? That nigga said, Brian. Yo. When niggas start saying it, Come on, bro. But but this is the thing. Look, that's a perfect example. LeBron James is is a, is a is who he is. But the game has motherfuckers like Ja Morant now. Yeah. Like motherfuckers like that, yeah. an old Westbrook type of motherfucker yeah. who really can get you fifty yeah. by blinking his eyes, dunk on you, yeah. three points, floaters, passing, Everything. and he do exciting shit. Yep. That motherfucker do that shit just rolling out of bed now. And yeah. there's a lot of motherfuckers like that. Yes, niggas is changing, it's man. Different. The league is changing. What you got, D? Oh, I'm gonna fight y'all on this. <laughs> Y'all, y'all know I'm a Nah, it's no it. fight, bro. It's no fight. It's just a dialogue. <laughs> hey, look. So, look. The, the, we talking about classics. So, like, yes. you know, from a, from, a, from a Tom Brady perspective, and I'm mm-hmm. a Brady fan. Me too. You know, um, you know, two years ago, was it two years ago? Yeah, won they won a championship, yep. He won a Super Bowl, beat Pat Mahomes. Beat be Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Beat Pat Mahomes. Right. Last year, Matt, Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl. Same type of quarterback. True. You know, um, I, they beat Joe Barrow. Bad, you know, Bengals still a new type of quarterback, they, right? They want Bengals wasn't ready though. You know that. But, hey, Bengals weren't ready, but <laughs> still, still, still the same. True, like true. old school versus new school. True. So, so for me, like with with these quarterbacks, it's not necessarily, and, and it's the same argument I'm gonna use for LeBron. They're still effective. Yes. The thing that now is is bothersome for them is that. Now you realize that they are such great players mm-hmm. that when they can't carry 
the load, now the responsibility falls on management, yeah. coaching, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the other players around. All the other players, right. Yeah. Other players around them to show yes. up. If yes. you don't have the right, correct personnel around you, you're not going to win. All them years Brady was in uh, New England. Carrying. 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 A, a good Brown offense. Too. He probably had yeah. a good wide receiving core like twice with Randy Moss and Wes Welker. Right. Other than that, he was winning the Super Bowl with niggas like Deion Branch. Brady, that was the first name. David, David, David Patton, yeah, Julian yeah, exactly. Edelman. Like, well, Edelman. Like Even know, not calling them, not calling them bums, right. yeah. but like, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but you know, and then and, and then he also had you know because we're talking about football. Like I'm a I'm a Brady fan. I'm a New England fan. You know what I'm saying? Back in the Drew Bledsoe days. So yeah. so when Tom started winning, that's when the defense was spectacular. So he did his job, but really the defense that he had, he had Hall of Fame players on defense. Exactly. But, but then there was a point in time when them Hall of Famers retired or they got traded yeah. and he had to become Brady. And then they started winning because of Brady. Yeah. But yeah. right now, just like your argument about, about LeBron, like I was thinking about this also. Uh, they, they still have the talent that they had. They didn't really drop off, but now they, because the game changed, now they really need another running mate to really, like Anthony Davis, yeah. if he was Anthony Davis, yeah. the, the Lakers would, would be, be good. Tough. But yeah. he's not. You, he's you, not. Go, you go back and look at him, his last year in New Orleans, bro, how irky-jerky he was Yo. at that size and moving. Bro. So, so when you talk about don't stay too long and tying all these athletes into like a real-life situation, mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt like you've stayed too long? And the reason I say that to go with what you're saying, truth about like Brun and them, you can be even in a relationship Mm. or in a work relationship as far as working, you know, with a company and know that you still have talent, but you know that you've tapped out there. It's time to move on still. It's time. You know what I'm saying? Same thing in a relationship. You can stay in a relationship. You still have a little juice to be like, I can make this work. Yes. But you know, when you look at the relationship, it's more no than it is yes. Right. It's time to tap out. Yeah, and it's not only when you talk, okay, so when we talk about relationships, a yeah. lot of time people are talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, significant yeah, 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 other yeah. shit. But you also have to look at relationships as a whole, add friendships to that yeah. shit. I mean, sometimes, yeah. sometimes uh, you outgrow friends. It's just oh, yeah, what for it sure. Is. And if you got to be able to recognize you that, gotta because, be able to, yeah. because if you don't, then, yeah. and, and just like in a regular relationship, if you don't recognize that and make a move, yeah. then the relationship that you actually had is going to become toxic. But you got to be able to know that, bro. I was in the gym the other day and I was working out and it was this black guy. And I always attract these type of dudes. It's like the street guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's how I grew up around what mm-hmm. I grew up yeah, around. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, even though I'm not that guy anymore, it's like, I still attract that. So, like, I'm working out, and this dude got, like, three plates on the thing. You know, he a bulky dude. Yeah. So he got, like, a, a T-shirt on. He got a ball cap on. You know, he got his gloves on, and he got a grill. He ready. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and got his hair braided. Got the little beads on there. Y'all, y'all still doing the grills down there? Yeah. It's a, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's, it's Texas, the South, man. bro. It's the, that's where it came from. It's going to always be that. So he got his grill in, bro, and I, I help him lift. And then I walk off and I come back and I help him lift again. And before I get ready to go, he's like, what's your name, bro? And I was like, my name, Anthony, man. He's like, my name, Jay. And we dapped up. And he was like, um, he was like, man, I was like, if you ever need a spot or if I see you in the gym, just let me know. He was like, bet. And I was like, when he called me in, I was like, nigga, you've been knowing me two seconds. Right. He was comfortable with me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And 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 something for in a moment, because I don't have a lot of guy friends that live here. Mm -hmm. Most of them are like Dathan or Jason and they live somewhere else. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this guy number. Then I was like, nah, because we don't, I I probably won't see him no more after this. I probably won't hang out with him and not being funny. I don't, not saying he's into anything. Right. But I was just like, I'm not ready to invest in a friendship. It's an so again, it's just kind of right, like right. knowing when to tap out and not keep bringing people on board that you yeah. can't even be real friends to. Exactly. So, yeah, facts. facts. Hey, man, I got man, so many 
responses to that. So first off, LeBron <laughs> should be uh, Giannis Giannis Antetokounmpo right now. If 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 the Lakers sure. are smart, yes, they should put him. They should put him down low. Put AD outside. That's one thing. Yes. Russell should be running the point. Second thing is you sure. can always or will always outgrow all types of relationships, family, friends, romantic relationships. Yep. Uh-huh. That's something that I personally have been dealing with, experiencing, uh-huh. and you will continue to do it all throughout your life. That's right. If Keep you living. decide to make the decision to continue to progress throughout your life. Um, yeah. There's a great movie. Obviously, everyone knows it. The, the Matrix uh, uh, series, yeah, The Matrix right. Resurrections is, is probably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Because when you watch that movie, it has so many life lessons and mm-hmm. gems you can apply to real life in it. So go gems. watch that movie, gems. one. But then two... Like with relationships and everything, I don't necessarily know if you know when to leave, mm. right? Because you, you're Not always when love is involved. Right. Well, when whenever your feelings are involved, you're always going to weigh like pros and cons, yeah. right? But here, here's the thing. I think I think inherently you you want you want people to grow with you, right? But you have to take the accountability in yourself to allow people to just be free. Yes, true. And and I feel like we hurt ourselves trying to c- control the narrative. Of course. You know, look, I'm not in control of anything, man. Yeah. You know, on my birthday last year, one of my best friends got into a car accident. She was hit by a drunk driver. Mm-hmm. She lived, but like at that moment, seeing her car mm-hmm. and seeing the picture of her car, she should have been dead. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay. We're not in control of anything. Nothing, dog. Nothing at all. Nothing. No. You know, Nothing so. In that, a lot of people, we always blame our friends and blame the other person. I ain't got time for that. Nah. I don't only worry about what I can control. That's it. So bro. in relationships, it's easy. You can see romantic relationships is easy. A lot of times you can see like, oh, how I try to control the mm-hmm. person and do get them to do what I want to do, and they yeah. didn't do what I wanted them to do. But in friendships, we don't often see it. Yeah. But if you're trying to control a person in the sense of I always say there's two types of friendships or there's two types of relationships. Relationships of convenience and relationships of commitment. Yeah. If I'm for okay. you, I'm for you. Right. That's a commitment. Right. Like no matter what, like yo, unconditionally. Yeah. Like just like me and Gichi, we don't talk every day like we used to. Yeah. Right. And you know, we may not run the same path or agree on the same, agree the same with everything. But like at the end of the day, that's my man. Right. That's it, bro. So I'm gonna show up. That's it. Like I'm gonna Regardless. show up. You don't you have to mean? agree with everything that everybody's doing, bro. Mm-hmm. I want to, exactly. I want to stick here with you for a little bit and jump into the topic I was, I, I wanted to bring. And we're not gonna get to all of them today, but mastering. Um, your emotions and saying how you really feel. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you, when he's talking about the relationship aspect of it, a lot of times they're not working out because we're not honest with how we feel. I remember having a conversation with a partner and I was, for me, I was like, I re- I'm telling you, it came to me in a weird space. I always used to be like, how can a guy allow another guy to be intimate with his woman? Mm-hmm. You know how open relationships, yeah. polygamy, so on and so forth. And I was just like, you know what? I remember pleasing this this chick one time. And I cared about her. And I was just like, in this moment, whatever she would need, and this is going to sound crazy to other people, but I was just like, I would provide that. Mm-hmm. Meaning like sometimes we talk about a guy having a threesome and it's like two women, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To satisfy your need and maybe the security or the, um, the I'm trying to think of the word, but basically the exploration or the feelings that your woman may have. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for a guy, it's like I had, I literally was tapping into like what it would be like to allow a dude to have sex with your woman while you're in the room. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can't say yeah. I would allow that for myself, but in that moment, as I thought about it, I was like, depending on the love this person has for her and her for him, and maybe they don't please each other in a certain way, or maybe this is pleasing to them to bring it in. Even to, I'm just being funny, being for real. Even like to that level, bro, mm-hmm. you got to be able to understand people, or into a smaller level of like I say, sitting up with your homeboys, having a conversation, realizing that you love him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. For other reasons, not nothing homo. Right. But being able to say, hey, man, I fuck with you. I appreciate you. I love you. Thanks, so on and so forth. Like you giving me, you know, like a shout out when we went to dinner last week for my birthday. Yeah. Like the way you talk to me, the way you said things to me, it's like you feel appreciated. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jason. He sent me a message on my birthday and what he said. Nigga was even singing and playing around on the phone. <laughs> and I was just like, but I needed yeah, that, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's things that we yeah. did as kids, as homeboys, that we don't do as grown men because of whatever emotional like clip we put on that bag to not yeah. allow ourselves to feel that way. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think that you... Okay, go ahead, True. I was going to say happy belated birthday, bro. Appreciate you, Doc. Yeah. Appreciate you. My bad, Frank. Go ahead, man. No, no, no. I was I was going to say I, I, I think it's important um, what we don't do as much as we need to because... For whatever reason, like me, I could say that like sometimes when I do shit that motherfuckers don't might necessarily understand, I be you know I be quoting the Jay Z verse, you know that, that's how America fucking made me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I have to yeah. I have to yeah. realize that that the media or just whatever it is that I have consumed over the years has had an effect on how I see the world, like my worldview and shit. Yeah. So how yeah. I behave is is not necessarily. Um, you know, the 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 origin of how I should be or the way God wants me to be. Yeah. It's really because yeah. of this world. Yeah. So I got to, when I recognize that shit, just like when I see a motherfucker's name and I be like, that's some nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to be, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to. Because I do that shit quick. Yeah, I got to, I got to rethink that because the yeah. world's telling me that that's some nigga shit. The yeah. world's telling me, nigga, don't eat watermelon in front of white people because yeah. they're going to they gonna think you, you know, they're going to say things about you, whatever. Yeah, 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 I have yeah, to yeah. examine those feelings and say, okay, let me come over here and do what's actually natural for me. Like giving my brother, yeah. who's a man, no homo, yeah. a compliment on his beard yeah. or whatever, or yeah. just getting vulnerable and getting uh, in tune with my emotions enough to be able to express it to my friend, who's yeah. a guy, or my lady, who's a woman, or my mother, or my daughter, yeah. or my wife, my girlfriend. Like we don't, we don't, as men, we're taught to do some fucking push-ups, nigga, and don't do nothing emotional. Yeah, but we have to unlearn that shit. But you know what I've learned at forty, bro? Like. I, I like people was like, man, did you party? Did you do anything? And I was like, nah, I kind of just kind of set with myself and figured yeah. some things. But I'm telling you, I like fell out. I fell in love all over again with like the thought of being black, bro. Yeah. Beautiful thing. Like it, it's so much shit and there's so many struggles, dog, with all yeah, of this shit. Lot. Yes. But it's just like, bro, for me, like dating outside my race and doing other things, it's like, and you mesh with other races and minorities' worlds and you be like, it's still, and nothing is nothing like our shit, bro. It's not. It's not. It's nothing it, like our shit, dog. And if you can get past, because this is like sometimes when you think about, we've all had life experiences where we might have dealt with some racist people, yeah. right? We might have, yeah. Especially Texarkana. Oh, I know. I definitely grew up. Around. So, uh, so, but, but, but in your adulthood, like you got to think about, okay, how many of those situations have I had in my adulthood, and why is that? Is that because the way I carry myself? Right? Is that the way I carry myself? And when people see me, it's not necessarily about, oh, he's a black dude. Now, when they see me, yeah. they're going to do that. But when they have interactions with me, it's almost like, okay, now you can see a nigga as a human yeah. and shit. And I don't have to worry about all that racist shit. I don't yeah. deal with a lot of shit because of how I carry myself. Yeah. I ain't trying to be a safe nigga, bro. No, nah, not at all. That's you know what, what a safe nigga is where white folks feel comfortable Ooh, exactly. about. Exactly. No, I want I'm you not to know. I'm not being that motherfucker. I want you me. to know, that, hey, Ooh. motherfucker, respect me or else. This is what you get from me. Yeah. This is what you get. 
No, nah, no, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for, well, first off, I ain't letting nobody fuck my woman. I mean, I'm good. I'm good off of that. <laughs> yeah, nah, I mean, yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. no, 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 yeah, just I to get, get the reaction. Yeah, yeah, get the yeah, reaction. Get that out the I'm way. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm just letting y'all know. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm gonna hold it down. Hell you know yeah, I mean? like, niggas did know? not create cuckold. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn sure she wouldn't let me fuck another woman. That's that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 that's how I want it. But um. But I, I will say, man, we y- y'all hit on the, the greatest points. And like, I always say I'm a black person's black person. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. At, nigga. Yes. at my, at my, at my old and young age of 31. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like at my that. old and young age of 31, I can say that my motto is fuck them. Yeah. Straight up. Pretty much. There's no code switching, Could not no code switching with other races, no code switching within my races. Exactly, oh, we, can go, we can go deep, man. Yeah, yeah, as as if that's not a thing. That's absolutely. Yeah, oh, it's hey, definitely hey, a thing. We we can go because because at the end of the day, like yeah, Frank, you're right. We're taught so many different things, and that's why I say anti-black is a part of the culture. Because honestly, in my opinion, black people we don't have a culture. We were robbed of our culture. Mm-hmm. Our, we're, we're still trying to piece together our culture. No so there's yeah. that's why you gotta watch Man. the Matrix Resurrections. There's so much stuff that we're taught that actually is keeping us where we are. Yeah. I mean, we we're looking at situation. We might get in hope with like Kanye and stuff like that. But even even right now, like. Bro. I'm thinking about like the corporate work setting yeah. oh, and bro. how yeah. they're like, yo, like, you know, you can, you'll, you'll, you'll create wealth and you'll be able to live this life and this, that, and the third. And I keep telling people like, yo, I deal with money all day. I'm an accountant. I'm a CPA in two States. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, if you're making six figures, you're not creating wealth. You can get rich for yourself, yep. but you're not creating wealth, which yep. is getting rich for your community. Yeah. You can't hand out money. No. Nope. Right. Because as soon as you have a kid, your your money That's gets your money's up, going. my man. Yep. Come on now. Yep. Like think about this. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, like, like people are teaching us to hate ourselves. Mm. And, and 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 we just run with it. Run and I'm with like, yo, shit. like oh, yeah. it's it's if, not if you don't for pay, me, if you don't pay attention, yeah. you run with that shit. Yeah, and, and and for being, I'm a black person's black person, man. I, I tell everyone all the people. time, like you have to stand up. You got you got to be wild, man. Like like not, and and it's, it, and it's not wild. You just have to stand ten toes and be solid. You have and to really bro. continue to speak it because at the end of the day, a lot of people around you, your black people around you, mm-hmm. it's just like the plantation, bro. We all know we slaves, even if you don't know you're a slave. You know, know this situation ain't the best for you. Nah. But then at the end of the day, you make one or two decisions, yo. It's like, yo, I'm gonna run and I'm gonna create the opportunity for freedom, or I'm gonna stay here because I feel like I can endure it the longest. Yeah. And, and this is the and, thing. And, and and I and I'm familiar with it. That's yeah. it. And the thing is, when you when you say when you say that, like just even within our own culture in in the spaces like on a slave plantation or in the workplace. Yeah. There's other black people that are gonna take cues from what you do and how you move. Yeah. So you're gonna motivate a motherfucker to be like, yo, I ain't gotta do this. I could run. Or you're gonna be the, the nigga that just following instructions and doing everything else. And and the motherfucker's gonna be like, damn, I guess we ain't got no hope to do nothing else. One thing exactly, I love, bro. One thing I love about the podcast, bro, even sometimes when I, I over the years when I think like, damn, have I been too brash or mm-hmm. have I 
you know, like I think the other week I was like, these are the hunkies I don't like. And I'm like, you know what? You think about 70s movies, nigga, George Jefferson was saying hunky like a motherfucker. But this is the yeah. thing, too. All over the TV. Like my professor uh, of African-American studies said back when I was in college, she would always say when people talk about, when black people talk about white people, they'd be like, white people. Mm. Like they whisper and they scared to talk about things that are wrong. And she's like, we got to change that shit. Yeah. And all this crazy shit that I say, bro, like I've said it before on the podcast where people will hit me up and be like, you might inner a nigga voice. Well, nigga, if you say what you feel, <laughs> you, I ain't got to be your voice. Exactly. You can be your own you voice. Your and own if voice. enough of us do that, who the fuck going to make us change? Bro? Exactly. And, but and, they and, got enough of us saying we should be their way. Exactly. So where when we don't do, we, exactly. that's why you got your own black people saying, man, look at these niggas acting out. Right. And that's why I said after watching Jackson State shit and other shit, I'd be like, man, if a nigga want to be a nigga, nigga be a nigga. Right. Hey, just, what, what's, the other, what's the other alternative? Right. Be a white exactly. person. And this, but this it, is the no, thing. No, thank you. This is the thing also. It's not only important for you to say it out loud and say what you think to empower other black people yeah. but there's other white people who think that way too yeah. they agree with you they agree with that's what you I'm saying. saying white people should be who they are <laughs> like people should be able to be who the fuck they are it's appreciated exactly and another yeah. thing I'm be learning bro is are. like as men this is like talking to the men bro like when you look at talk to them the state of young men and shit and you look at the way we are staying in the game too long meaning like continuously dating and dating mm-hmm. younger girls and doing whatever. You know, it's like yeah, it's real, we're, like we're out of, we got to step into the OG phase, bro. Like I literally, I woke up and I was like, I'm 40. And I was yes. like, man, I may not feel like I look like it. I may not feel like whatever I thought 40 was, but it's like, I'm at an age now where it makes sense to me now why some people look up to me or younger guys may reach yeah, out to me. Yeah. Sometimes, I'm, like even me and Dave, Dathan, when we talk sometimes and I try to encourage him or say things to him, yeah. and he's always consistent that way too. But I had right. to look at myself and be like, damn, man, these niggas, went, these young dudes, bro, they wouldn't reach out to me. if They ain't got to waste their time right. calling me right. or reaching out to me. So, I think older men have to understand, bro. When you step into the OG phase, you got to let these, you got to, you got to lead that shit. You got to embrace the life that you got because you still have lessons to learn as a family man, as a father or whatever else to pass that shit back down to these niggas who are about to go through that shit as well as pass down the life of what 30 was, the expectations, so on and so forth. Life goes on. You know what I'm saying? Navigating with themselves. To get with the world that he in, 31. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm 47. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm but saying? But if we so all still in the 30-year-old ship at 40 and 45 and 50, right. like, yeah, exactly. we literally just falling off a fucking cliff. Exactly. That's why women saying niggas ain't shit. Exactly. Like, we have to take accountability, and I've said it for years, bro. Men are the reason the shit is fucked up. White men are <laughs> fucking reason for America, right. and black men are reason for black society. Exactly. Woke up this morning, can't remember nothing. Two bitches just flowing from London. Two bitches. Nothing I remember, they calling me daddy. The mattress was covered in money. Went to sleep with my jewelry and chains on. Had to wake up and recount the money. I got a bitch, she gon' kill for real. Talking about Clyde and Bunny. Coot with the kid, copy. Got you. Pull up with a stick, stop it. Stop it. Rich nigga shit, solid. Rich nigga, old honey pockets rotted. Got it. I go to space with the stars. stars. Might smoke a blunt on my pilot. Cookie. Saturn, moon, earth, and Mars. Nessa take off with the rocket. Nessa. Half a million on the necklace. Half. Young rich niggas, we successful. successful. Say she wanna feel special. What? That cocoa make her feel special. Cocoa. I kinda honey the better. 100. Back in 200 the better. 200. I might go put all my chains on. I just might change up the weather. Change the pop a perk and pussy weather.